It's time for the IHSA Safety Podcast. Welcome to the next episode of our Core 2020 podcast series. This one's focus is on the Core 2020 Transition Tool. Uh, for this episode, we're hoping to learn the reasons for the inclusion of the transition tool and the intent of the transition tool, how it can be effectively used, and, and maybe when it shouldn't be used. Uh, so I'd like to introduce my guest today, Peter Smith, and if you can just tell us briefly your role there, Peter. Yeah, um, Peter Smith, one of the lead auditors with the core department at IHSA, and um main part of my role right now is working with our associate auditor network and... Uh, and the who are conducting our third-party external audits for us. Awesome. And my name is Marn Gamble. I am a core consultant, and my primary uh, involvement is with the internal audits for core, uh, doing detailed reviews, providing results, and of course, uh, answering client questions. So here's the question, Pete. When I look at the website, and we went through the website in a in a much earlier um, episode, and we went through some of the resources there that are very generally useful. Um, but there's one we didn't talk on yet, and 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 I think we got to touch on why it exists because there's a second tool. There's two tools, so there's the core audit tool, and then there's one that's the transition tool on the website. If I need to transition, does that mean I use that? You can. Okay. So this is a great question because we we've got. We've really got options for organizations to be able to transition to core 2020. And there are the have-tos. There's going to be a have-to date. Okay. <laughs> and, and this this is going to be rooted in your, or based on your external audits. Okay. So your first external audit after October 1st, 2022, then you're going to have to be, uh, that audit's going to be conducted as per the core 2020 standard. But what this does, this leaves up till um, core is going to be in place up until 2025. And so we've got a, a transition period for organizations to be able to move over to Core 2020. And this, there's a couple of ways they can do this. They can do it at the external audit. Okay. When they get through their maintenance cycle, they could submit a, uh, an internal audit to Core 2020 standard. So in both those cases, the external audit and the internal audit, we're using the full tool, the one on the website that's called the Core 2020 Audit Tool, and completing a full audit in the way that we're used to it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And those are going to be done in conjunction with your anniversary dates. Okay. Then there's a third option. Okay. And this is the <laughs> core 2020 transition tool. Gotcha. So it's available to any organization that is core certified. Okay. And it, it can be done at any time. So it doesn't have to be rooted with your, or tied to your anniversary date with a maintenance submission. It doesn't replace a maintenance submission. Okay. So then it is just the idea of a way to be able to get from A to B move from core to core 2020 that could be done at any time. A number of reasons that an organization could could want to do this. Um, but really, we've got this tool. And that's so that's the first purpose. This gives you an opportunity to be able to move from core to core 2020. Okay. And it is just a document submission, right? So there's no observations associated with this, no interviews. It's really rooted in these, the audit questions that are different between core and core 2020. The other way you can use this tool is as a gap analysis, yeah. almost, almost like a checklist, right? Where you're, 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 you're planning out your transition to core 2020 and you know, you, you want to just, what do you need to work on? And is there one spot, one tool that you can kind of work through to be able to identify those deficiencies and gaps and say, Hey, you know, we're strong in this area, but we need some work over here. And then once you know 
where your external audit date is and your anniversary, you're going to know when you have to transition by. And then with the gap analysis, you can make an informed decision on how to make that transition based on that final end date. Okay. And so with a gap analysis, uh, do I send that to IHSA? For a gap analysis, this is just something that you're going to work for on your own. Oh, okay. Right. So it's uh, just something you do in the background and it just the got them, need them. This no is one needs to know. Just, <laughs> just between you and the paper. Got it. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happens with the gap analysis stays with the That's gap right. analysis. <laughs> But then it's the, if, if you're going to use it eventually as a transition tool, that yeah. is a submission tie, just say. Okay. And we'll review it. And it's got to hit the same scoring requirements as core, where it's 80% overall, 65% per element. There aren't any legislative questions in the transition tool. So the main focus is that 80-65 within this. Okay. You're going to complete it just as you would, though, any other audit tool. Um, there's the scoring is the same where you're giving your, you're, you're following the scoring requirements, either all or nothing or partial scores. Um, you got to complete the, uh, the auditor notes and you're going to be providing enough evidence. So if I'm looking at the differences between core and core 2020 policies and procedures are for sure going to be in here. So those are going to be a single copy of evidence that you've highlighted and cross-referenced as you would any other audit submission. Right. Um, then there's the implementation questions as well, if they differ from core. And those are going to require those three samples of consecutive evidence that are uh, provided with it. Okay, that sounds awesome, because that sounds like it's really targeted uh, the differences. And not only could I use it as a gap analysis, but this transition tool concept, I mean, it sounds shorter, it sounds more targeted. Why can't, can I just submit that to get my letter of good standing at my anniversary? No, because oh. it, so it's, it would be nice if we could, but it it's not, nice. it's not an audit. So, it, right. and it's a, it's merely that document submission. And the, the idea behind it is you've already got a health and safety management system through core and you're upgrading that health and safety management system to meet core 2020. So you're just showing us the differences between the two. You're not, uh, you're not performing a full evaluation or a full audit that meets all the requirements, which is the document review, uh, observations and interviews, right? Okay. So it's not going to be a replacement for that, but if you are successful with your transition tool submission, we will credit you as being a core 2020 organization and everything you're doing with us afterwards is uh, core 2020. Okay. So in that sense, it would only be for firms who want to transition in between regular audits. So they're still meeting all the regular audit dates associated with their anniversary, performing full audits at those times, but this would be a transition submitted in between, uh, in between those. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, for sure. It's, if you want to look at it that way, it's a low risk way to make that transition to core 2020. Cause if you're, um, if you wait till you you get to your maintenance audit and submit an, a full internal audit to core 2020, if there's any hiccups or gaps, you, you, you put your certificate at risk then right. following our rules with uh, going depending 30 days after your anniversary date or 90 days after your uh, anniversary date, having to start the core process again. So um, by taking care of this off cycle, then you're, it really creates that low risk way for you to make that transition. Fair enough. I, I tend to appreciate low risk, surprisingly enough. So I, I like that logic. Um, when it comes to doing this sort of transition tool, uh, using it as a gap analysis, per se. So as a, as a gap analysis, this is where the organizations that are developing their plan to transition to core 2020 can be utilized as that gap analysis. Okay. So this is where they've got... Um, it, it, it's just identifying their strengths and weaknesses that they've already got in their management system 
and they, they can come up with an objective plan to be able to make that transition. It, it can be a lot of work to make that transition to Core 2020. We want to make sure organizations have enough time, and that's why we've got this transition period up until 2025. So there, there's a lot of options to, to be able to make that uh, transition. So as I mentioned earlier, uh, any external audit after October 1st, 2022 is going to be done to the Core 2020 standard. Um, so if you take a look at that, you've got your end date. This is your have to date when you have to be ready for core 2020. Right. Important to remember. Key. Absolutely. Right. And (laughs) And if anyone has trouble figuring that out for their organization is a little uncertain, please reach out to us. We will happily let you know, um, what, what the timeline is. For sure. And and that's, uh, I get quite a few calls about that right now. Yeah. A couple times a week where there's, uh, organizations and they're, um, Really just working through the planning on what's the pl- and the best plan for them. Because it, it is different for organization and uh, based on timing where they should put their focus. Because if you submit a transition tool and you are successful moving to core 2020, you're then also committing to core 2020 moving forward. So at that point, you have transitioned and you are at core 2020 um, audit standard in the future. Yes. Yeah. Great, great point, Martin. Because it, it is, it does become that uh, you, you've crossed the line at that point. Right. And you cross that line and we're... There's no coming back. There's no coming back. <laughs> so, um, but companies that have success, that have submitted the transition tool, because it's off cycle, if they aren't successful, they can st- still choose to kind of step back and stay with right. Core 2015, as long as it works with their anniversary dates and they're um, uh, within those timelines right. prior to having to make that transition. So it, it's, a, it's a good opportunity to kind of test the waters in those cases. Yeah, I like that. So, I mean, I think that's a pretty good overview of the transition tool at this point. Uh, I appreciate you clarifying the distinction. And and I really think for me, one of the key things is this is not an audit, right? It is a tool. It is not an audit. And so understanding that distinction, I think, is really important for anyone, uh, you know, just accessing a list of resources on the website. Um, They may look similar, but in fact, they're quite different in application. For sure. Yeah, no, great point. So at this time, I, th- I think I'd just like to say thank you and ask you if you have any uh, additional, you know, summary words that you'd like to provide to us. I'll come back to reach out at core at IHSA.ca if you Good have call. any questions. Yeah. It's it's something that, um, yeah, it just, we, we can put that in context and help you with the planning on uh, and coming up with your long-term plan to make that transition. Uh, we want to make sure organizations have enough time to make that transition and they're successful when they do. Um, but, but there are strategies to put yourself in that in a position to be able to be successful there. Beautiful. Thank you, Peter. Great. Thanks, Mark. IHSA Safety Podcast. For more episodes, tips, and all things safety, go to ihsasafetypodcast.ca. Thanks for listening.